This is TM Camp, and you're listening to the podcast edition of my novel, Assam and Darjeeling. Book Two, The Winter Palace. Chapter 10. The silence filled the room, broken only by the soft sound of pages turning. In his mind's eye, Assam could see the room, vague shapes of himself and the old man in the chair. Strangely, there was color radiating from the old man, red and bright, like the little spikes of fruit left around the stone of a peach when you cut it in half, the heart bare and exposed. Assam knew what that meant, to be scared, to be alone, to be shy. He waited for a time, watching the colors in his mind pulse and shift until, finally, in a burst of pink, the old man spoke. Do you like poetry? Assam thought of the school library, of Mrs. Jones desperately trying to steer the students towards more substantial and interesting ideas than adolescent wizard melodramas. Jane Austen for the cheerleader types, Jack London for the sports, Tolkien and Bradbury for the geeks and power dorks, and then, for others, for students who seemed ready to abandon the mainstream completely and explore the uncharted backwaters of literature. She helped them find Poe and Lovecraft, Gaiman and Card and Ellison, Eliot and Parker. Assam had rowed his canoe into those dark, complicated waters many, many times. So he answered, Yes, I like poetry. And then he waited for a very long, very polite length of time. He was starting to think that it had been a hypothetical question when the voice said, They say I was stolen away, screaming like a lost child. For a brief instant, Assam wondered what the old man was talking about. Then he realized that this was the poem. He settled back to listen. They say that I was stolen away, screaming like a lost child, my white arms flailing about in a most unseemly fashion, as if I were some fragile insect plucked from an olive leaf. For God's sakes. I'm not completely helpless. Now, pomegranate stains my lips. I've not been deceived, I can't help but assert. I've always felt it best to be quite independent, regardless of grief. No one had ever read a poem to him out loud before. Assam waited for what he hoped was the correct length of time, long enough to confirm that indeed the poem was over, long enough to indicate that he was thoughtful about what he had heard, but not so long to imply that he didn't like it, or even worse, he had nothing to say. This also gave him time to think of something to say. I like that, he said at last. Who's it by? The minute the words left his mouth, he realized his mistake. Too late. I wrote it, the voice said matter-of-factly. Oh, Assam said, well, it's very good. I liked it. Did you? Assam heard the faint tone in the man's voice, 
hungry for approval? Very much. Why? It wasn't a challenge, but there was a wariness in there somewhere. In his mind, the colors shifted darker, contracting around the old man. What do you mean? Why did you like it? What did you like about it? Oh, um, well... Assam rushed to cover the hesitation in his voice. Because... Because I could see it in my mind. There was a long, satisfied silence. So, do you write a lot of poetry? Assam asked, mainly to avoid being asked more questions. Only this one, the voice replied, but I've been working on it for a very long time. I can tell, Assam said. How long has it been? Over 1,000 years. Assam didn't quite know what to say to that. Given all the time, he was surprised at how short the poem was. He decided that it was probably wise not to comment on that. Indeed, there was a creak, the shuffling footsteps, the cloth in the basin. It is a present for my wife, or possibly about my wife. I'm not quite certain, but in either case, I am not very happy with it yet. Why not? A sigh. There is so much that could be said, that should be said, but I'm not sure if I have found the right words, if I have any words at all. You certainly had enough time to find them, Assam didn't say out loud. Well, I thought it was very good. A kind hand on his forehead. Thank you, boy. Then the long shuffle back to the chair. Did she like it? She has not seen it, has not read it, nor heard it read. You haven't given it to her. I have not. Why not? A long silence passed before the old man said, I don't know. Assam lay there thinking for a moment or two. Are you scared? Yes. No hesitation. What of? She might hate it. She might hate it so much that... The old man trailed off. So much that what? That... The voice cracked slightly. That she would hate me. That she would have nothing to do with me. Huh. Why? What do you think? Assam shrugged. Well, if my dad wrote something like that for my mom, I bet it's an automatic guarantee that she'd be very, very happy. I expect you're right, the voice said, drifting back into thoughtful silence. Listen, Assam said. Read it to me again. Silent consent, then the rustle of paper and a flare of color in his mind. 
they say that I was stolen away. Assam smiled. You've been listening to Assam and Darjeeling, written and performed by T.M. Camp. A new chapter from the book is available each week, free to download at the iTunes Store. To find out more about Assam and Darjeeling, to read my weblog, or to send me your questions and feedback, visit my website at www.tmcamp.com. I hope to hear from you. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you soon. This podcast was written, performed, and produced by T.M. Camp and may not be copied, distributed, transcribed, or otherwise reproduced without his express written permission. Before requesting permission, check with your doctor to find out if Assam and Darjeeling is right for you. Some listeners have reported cases of drowsiness, confusion, or extreme paranoia. Assam and Darjeeling has also been known to cause dementia and hallucinations in some younger listeners. If you or your children experience any of these symptoms, discontinue use immediately and contact a medical professional as death may be imminent. Unless otherwise noted, all contents of this production are copyright 2008, TM Camp. All rights reserved.